We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. saw Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson get fired up with his teammates, including with Ronnie Stanley, after a delay of game penalty. We also saw the unit reunite and embrace one another, but leave it to Skip Bayless to stir up some drama. And Lamar just lost it. That was a bad look. Both Lamar and Ronnie heard what Skip had to say, and they each gave a golden response. I'm Sarah Ellison, while my co-host and partner Bobby Trossett is enjoying the bye week in Spain. Hope you're having a blast, Bobby. It's Thursday, November 10th, and this is your Morning Ravens Vault. It took just a couple of series of play for Roquan Smith to show why Eric DaCosta traded for him. And finally, we take a dive into the underrated preseason signing of running back Kenyon Drake, how he helps Lamar, and then his endearing post-game locker room speech. We have all that and more coming up. Thank you for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. As time on the game clock was winding down to zero in a loud Superdome Stadium in New Orleans, Lamar Jackson started to strongly clap his hands over and over again to get the center to snap the ball. But that ball came too late and the Ravens incurred a delay of game penalty. And that came after Baltimore had to burn a timeout just a few plays earlier to avoid another delay of game. We all saw it. Lamar Jackson was furious. He spiked the ball to the ground and began yelling at his offensive line. That's when left tackle Ronnie Stanley intervened to get Jackson to calm down. They were yelling helmet to helmet for a few seconds, and then they instantly just moved on. Stanley put his arms around Lamar and his teammates in the huddle. Lamar then tapped his offensive line's helmets to communicate that all was good. But despite them moving on and everything being good, that didn't stop undisputed Skip Bayless from reading more into the situation and stirring the pot by saying Lamar went, quote, over the edge. I'm an even bigger Lamar fan than you are, but that was a bad look to me because I don't mind him firing the football. It's Brady-esque. It's, 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 Elway would do it. You know, it's, it's just, it's, it's anger at lack of perfection because you got to be better than that because that's inexcusable because you, you can eliminate that kind of a penalty. 
It's one thing to fire the football. It was another thing for Lamar. He just went over the edge. And they get into a screaming match on live national TV <laughs> that didn't look good. Right. It, it's like great teams don't do that. It doesn't go that far. Well, Ronnie Stanley saw this clip on Twitter, the one I just played for you, and he gave a reply. What was that? A giant eye roll. Unless you're living under a rock, you've probably seen the meme Stanley used to respond to Skip. It's the classic eye roll from another Stanley. That Stanley is the beloved character from the sitcom The Office. Lamar then responded to his left tackles meme by using a play on words. Bruh, sometimes you have to skip past tweets, adding a laughing emoji. People say anything, close quote. I think those replies from both Lamar and Ronnie Stanley make it clear that neither of them took any offense to their exchange on the field. Look, this is football. It's a violent sport and emotions run high. As Skip himself alluded to, players frequently get fired up with each other on the field. So I don't know why this one, why this one it happens to be the instance where he thinks a player went, in his words, over the edge. I don't know what that line is for him, but for me, my line when players are fired up is when it starts to create negativity in a relationship. And Lamar's relationship with Ronnie and the rest of his teammates is solid. And if their interactions since that moment don't prove that, Lamar made it clear in an ESPN postgame interview with Lisa Salters. You seemed frustrated at times in the fourth quarter with your offensive line. What was going on then? No, no, no. I wasn't frustrated, my guys. No, not at all. Um, I just wanted the, the ball to be um, snapped, you know, but it is what it is. You know, we, we competitors, you know, running got on me, you know, but that's just what it is. We brothers, you know, we're going to do that sometimes. Well, the good news is not everyone thought the exchange was as dramatic as Skip made it sound. In fact, here's first things first, analyst Chris Broussard poking fun at what he thinks is a younger generation that gets too emotional over heated exchanges on the field. You, you guys are this younger generation. <laughs> You're going to call us soft? Yeah, we yes, haven't even said this we is nothing. Then why are you so this what? Because I know y'all are like, oh my gosh, they're yelling at no, each other. No, we're not. <laughs> Who are you talking Dusty hit it. Well, all right, can I see it? Can I? I think it's coming. Oh. Young oh people gosh. be soft. <laughs> I didn't know we still had Young, that. yes, we do. Young people be soft. <laughs> Come on. This is called football. Yeah. It's called teamwork. None of us have even Teammates. spoken yet. It's called competition. We're competitive. We're trying what to win. This is though? nothing. Because I know y'all. You're wrong. Oh, they're yelling at each other. How dare no, Lamar no. yell at his lie? You know, Chris isn't wrong here. Now, I generally try to keep my communications with others pretty positive, but I also try to pride myself on having a thick skin when it comes to feedback and even criticism, especially if it comes from someone that I believe wants to help me reach my potential. Sometimes the feedback can even be harsh as long as there's mutual respect and a mutual goal. That's especially true when in a competitive environment. And based on everything I've seen in the last five years covering Lamar, he loves his teammates and they love him. There is mutual respect and there is a mutual goal. So as long as it's not demeaning, which Lamar is not and was not, as long as he's open to passionate feedback also, they're all going to make each other better through these exchanges. 
All right. Well, before I completely move on from talking about Lamar, I do want to discuss more of his actual play from Monday night. He didn't put up gaudy numbers. He finished 12 of 22 for 133 yards and one touchdown, and then he added 82 yards on the ground. So if you never watched the game and you looked at those numbers, you wouldn't know the massive impact that he actually had. He missed some throws down the stretch for sure, but he unquestionably continues to be the straw that stirs the drink. He stepped up in many big moments, especially on third down to keep drives alive. There were audibles that he called that were very successful, reads he made in both the pass and run option game. And he got almost everyone involved by getting the ball to 10, 10 different targets. That type of success is crazy, considering he was missing top playmakers in Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman, Gus Edwards, and of course, J.K. Dobbins. So Ravens quarterback coach James Urban, he explained how Lamar could move things forward in the offense almost seamlessly with backups. Lamar inherently trusts every player. That, there, that is never a question. He does not uh, have any if, – if they're out there and they're his teammate, he trusts they're going to do the right thing. There's no question. So that's the first thing. And for the national media who got to watch Lamar uninterrupted by other games, it was eye-opening for them. Here's Pro Football Talks, Mike Florio and Chris Sims. Last night was just one of those nights where it was a clear reminder to everyone, an opportunity to watch the Ravens in a standalone game where you get a chance to say, yes, this guy is pretty damn good. And he's in the MVP conversation now yeah. because, remember, the MVP most likely is going to be one of the quarterbacks from the top seed in the AFC or the NFC, unless Tyreek Hill has 2,100 receiving yards, then it gets a little interesting. But um, Lamar's going to be in that conversation now with Lamar Jackson, or with, with Josh Allen, with Patrick Mahomes, with Jalen Hurts. He's in that conversation now. No, oh, I mean, no, no doubt. I mean, he is. Uh, you know, when you talk about true value to a team, I mean, it, it, he's up there with, with anybody in the sport. You know, to me, that's where. Mahomes, Allen, him, they might be the three greatest when it's when you consider that. The team, everything's formulated around them. You know, that, that's where it's different. Coming up next, Roquan Smith, he proved in a single game exactly why the Ravens traded for him. Stay tuned. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. 
a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So only five game clock minutes into Monday night's game, I sent this tweet. It's only the second series, and I'm already in love with Roquan Smith. That feeling still stands as I record this. I sent that tweet out right after Roquan prevented Pro Bowl running back Alvin Kamara on back-to-back plays from getting a first down. Roquan delivered a thumping hit to stop Kamara dead in his tracks. And I knew right then that this, that right there, is why Eric DaCosta traded for him. His impact was instantaneous. And listen, I hate making such big comparisons, but I have to be honest when I say that in that moment, his big hit ability, well, it reminded me of a certain Hall of Fame middle linebacker that used to patrol the middle of this defense. And the Baltimore Suns' Mike Preston, who covered that very linebacker in his heyday, wrote this about Roquan. Quote, The Ravens haven't had this type of physical presence in the middle since the days of Ray Lewis, who retired at the end of 2012. Let's get this out of the way immediately, he goes on. No one is comparing Smith with Hall of Famer like Lewis, but the Ravens finally have a thumper in the middle. Close quote. Yeah. A thumper was the perfect description of what Roquan looked like Monday night. But what didn't pop off the screen as much was how Roquan impacted the rest of the defenders in Baltimore. In fact, Preston wrote that Justin Houston, who, by the way, was officially named AFC Defensive Player of the Week, rightfully so. But Preston said Houston also benefited from Roquan's presence. And that's because once Kamara was limited to just 30 yards on nine carries, it forced the feints to become more one-dimensional in the passing game, which allowed Houston and other pass rushers to just pin their ears back. Now, there's probably nobody happier about the trade of Roquan than defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. McDonald could be creative with blitz packages that included Kyle Hamilton and Marlon Humphrey because he knew he could count on Roquan in coverage. Perhaps the person to benefit most from his presence is fellow linebacker Patrick Queen. Because not only was Roquan good in run defense, as I've explained, but he was also used in coverage so that Queen could be used to create pressure. Here's ESPN's Marcus Spears and Ryan Clark. And that's what we talked about. Remember the news broke about the yep. trade, and I said Patrick Queen is back to where he was at LSU. Yeah. And you saw him be used in the blitz packages and all of that. The thing Roquan brings to the Baltimore Ravens, though, is an absolute stopper. Like, that's really – like, his job is going to be to track the football and get teams in third and long situations. And that's why a lot of these pressures and and, and – the ones that you simulated were able to get home. So I thought it was phenomenal using Roquan as a piece to get other guys in great situations as well. Big piece is this. Everybody ain't meant to think. And the best thing Roquan Smith is going to be able to do for Patrick Queen is say go run and go hit, and that's going to free him up to be a better player. And I'll tell you what, Ravens linebacker coach Zach Orr, yeah, he had a twinkle in his eye when he was asked about this duo of Roquan and Patrick Queen. Man, it was, it was great. I mean, you got two racers in the middle of defense. You're talking about two linebackers that run 4-4, that are physical, that are instinctive, that are fast. 
I mean, it's not many, um, you know, teams in the NFL that have a pair like that in the middle. And I think you've seen that last night. I mean, we, we played a, a, a tough a Saints offense, a top offense in the league, despite their record, and one of the t uh, most dynamic running backs in the league with uh, Alvin Kamara. I mean, that, that dude's probably top running back overall out of the backfield running the football. I mean, those two guys played great coverage on him. Essentially took them out of the game, which took their offense out of the game. So that was a great start, and it's only going to uh, go up from here. That's the expectation because, like I said, Rose just got here six days ago, so we threw the whole playbook at him that, you know, he would have got starting in March, and he's done. he did a great job picking that up, and um, PQ did a good job helping him bring him along. So I'm just excited. Those guys already got a chemistry they're building. They sit next to each other in meetings, so I'm excited about uh, where we're going. Running back, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, he is by far the most underrated signing of the Ravens preseason. I can't even imagine where this offense would be right now without him. As the game went on Monday, he just kept getting better. And so he was the hot hand, and the Ravens kept feeding him. He ended up having 68% of the snaps on offense. And he did good things with those snaps, putting up 93 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Drake has been and will continue to be a great asset. Now, if you ask Marcus Spears on ESPN, yes, Drake does run physically, but he also has a ton of speed, and he can also catch the ball out of the backfield. Spears believes that Drake is a huge benefit to Lamar Jackson. Oh, the speed. Like, the, the one thing that I'm seeing his element has added beyond on the perimeter is inside the tackle when that RPO is being ran. Like having a true back with crazy breakaway speed. And Kenyon Drake is running physically too. Like when he was in Arizona, you saw some of this, mm -hmm. but I think being in this system where you do have an opportunity for cutback, stick your foot in the ground and get north and south, he's very effective in this. And then as a pass catcher as well, something else he showed when he was in Arizona. I'm not sure if Lamar has ever had somebody in the backfield like speed-wise yeah. that dictates how defenses play just like he does. So both of these guys last night, DeMario and those linebackers from the Saints were in a crazy situation because of Drake's speed yeah. and obviously Lamar on the keeper. And in addition to being productive on the field, take a listen to Drake's post-game locker room speech after he got one of the game balls. He's going to endear himself to many Ravens fans. This sound comes courtesy of Ravens Productions. KD, Kenyon Drake. What y'all say, I don't, I don't really got much to say, but um, I told Horace when I first got here, uh, at the end of the day, when I was out, you know, on the other teams, I was looking at the Ravens, I was like, y'all play a, a hard-nosed brand of football. And now that I'm here, you know, to witness it and actually feel it in the flesh, man, this is Ravens football, and I'm proud to be a part of it, feel me? <laughs> And before I jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with Peyton Manning stunning a segment of Ravens fans by saying that Greg Roman is one of the league's top offensive coordinators. Like you said, they have the RPOs, but they have these kind of looks like play action and ends up just being a running play. They do a good job pulling tight ends, pulling guards. This guy's one of the top coordinators out there. Elsewhere, 30 for 30 released its trailer called Bullies of Baltimore that will go inside the world of the 2000 Ravens. 
we were looked at as a lot of bullies. The physicality, the hits on the quarterback, it's been legislated out of the game. They just play like they're angry. Man, it's a price to pay when you play against us. Things might break, things might tear. Oh well, it's called football. That's why we were the greatest defense ever to play the game. Also, the Ravens offensive line is scoring well across several different grading systems. In both ESPN's and PFF's grades, the Baltimore O-line is a top five unit in both pass and run blocking. Plus, center Tyler Linderbaum was ranked by ESPN as the ninth best rookie in the league, regardless of position. And PFF has Ronnie Stanley graded as the best pass blocking tackle so far this season. Not bad after coming off of multiple ankle surgeries. And finally, if you need a good, happy cry, go and watch the video of Lamar Jackson meeting 10-year-old fan Landon Berry, who has a heart condition. Lamar surprised Landon in a big hotel meeting room in New Orleans, and the youngster immediately ran to Lamar to hug him, and then he wouldn't let go with tears in his eyes. Lamar just held Landon for several seconds and then helped him wipe away his tears. His parents caught the moment on video and posted it to social media. Here's a small snippet. What's up, bro? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, man? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? What's up, bro? How you doing, man? How you doing, man? What's up, 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 man? <laughs> he had no he clue. He had no clue. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We create our show to keep you plugged in to all things Ravens. So if you love our show, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. You can also catch us on YouTube by searching Ravens Vault Podcast. And later this weekend, I'm going to do a special bi-week question and answer episode about the Ravens as we near the halfway point of the season. So if you have a question you want featured on the show, email me at BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. So that's all the time I've got today, but the vault will be back after a long weekend with the Ravens news you need to know. Ah!